0: stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick. And this week, I'm going solo again to talk about finding good quality growth stocks here in 2022. Yes, growth, not value. But growth so as we know the S&P 500 is down just about 20% or so here in 2022 and the Nasdaq is down almost 30 now a lot of growth stocks have sold off we all know the story. But it's kind of the dog days of summer right now. I'm recording this in the end of June 2022, and everyone is kind of depressed about stocks and you know, not much is going on. The Fangman, those stocks are still lagging. Some of the Fangman stocks are even Zach's number five strong sells, which hasn't happened that often really in the past. Uh, even one of the big Cap Global Retailers, which was a big pandemic winner, is a Zach's number five strong sell right now too. That's Nike, and you know they're having trouble in China there. That's their biggest issue, down 19% in the fourth quarter due to those COVID lockdowns. But I wanted to still look at the growth stocks because when you feel kind of depressed about it, or you know you think there's no deals out there, that. Is the time when they usually are so can I find gross stocks with a high zax rank and maybe like double digit earnings growth still going on out there is that even possible in this market I didn't know because again I'm I'm the value person not really the growth and I decided to run a couple screens to find out so the zax.com website has a screening page and it has those predisp defined screens I've talked about in the past. So I like to use those. You do have to be a Zach's premium member to access those, but there's some really good screens on there. I didn't uh, count how many screens total are on those predefined screens. I would say it's at least like 20 or 25 screens, maybe a little bit more actually, And there's good combinations on there, especially in the growth area. There are value screens. There's also momentum. You can screen by market cap and a few other screens that I've used many times on the podcast that I like a lot, like the hidden gem screen. But for today's, I did want to use some of the growth stock screens. So I kind of just wanted to get some of the best right why why not if i'm looking for the best on the growth side i might as well use the screen that's going to get them for me so the first one i clicked on was called top ranked growth stocks on the move so presumably these are you know something good is happening if they're on the move it does include industry rank and that had to be in the top 50 percent also number ones or number twos so buys or strong buys And the growth score, the Zach style score for growth of A or B, those are the two top ones. So I ran that in there and I got one match (laughs) so I was a little concerned about doing this podcast after I did that screen and I only got one stock I was like uh oh maybe there really isn't enough growth stocks that have the good rank and some of these other good indicators that we have here at Zacks to find out there right now maybe that's why I am depressed right but the stock that did show up on this screen, just so you know, is uh, Per Docio Education. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. You know, I'm all, always bad with the company names. Ticker, though, is P as in Paul, R, D as in David, O, P R D O. And what they are is primarily an online post-secondary education company. So they give out associate and bachelor degrees, like I said, primarily online. But they do have four on-the-ground campuses, one in Atlanta, one in Houston, and two in Colorado under the CTU name, which is the Colorado Technical University. So those of you in Colorado might have heard of this company and just not known that it's Uh, per (laughs) doceo education that's running it. Uh, what's going on with them? So they are in the top 50% of industry rank top 39%. They're ranked 98th out of 251 because they're in the schools rank. They are number two stock is actually cheap here PE of just 8.4. Uh, what What is the shares doing year to date? The shares are down just 0.09%. So kind of just flat for the year. But the NASDAQ is down 27.7% year-to-date. And over the last year, these shares are down 8.2%, NASDAQ down 21.3% over the last year. So um, it's got the good scores, but um, this is the only one Only one that's in the top 39% of the industry rank, apparently, and has a number one or number two, and the gross scores of A and B, because that's all that this one looked for. So keep that in mind, just one on this one. So I had a switch. I had a look at some of the other screens, right? So I decided to look for another one that is going to give me like some of the best gross stocks as well. And this one is a little more narrow. So it's called market beating growth stocks. Yeah, that's what I want, right? Market beating. This one is expected to have 20% or more projected earnings growth. So I'm going to like that, especially in this kind of environment, it's Only is Zach's number one rank. That's why I said it's a little more narrow. So those are the strong buys. Remember, there's only about 220 or 230 of those number ones at any given day. So that's a small group. And then it has to have the Zach style score for growth of A, which is the top growth score. So this is pretty narrow. I was a little nervous clicking on the, you know, run screen button on the site. And surprisingly, I did get 31 stocks. So I I was surprised at this. So maybe it's the uh, industry rank that is working against that other screen. There's there's not many growth stocks in industries that are in the top 50% of the industry rank so that's kind of interesting actually So keep that in mind what was in this thirty one stacks there was a lot of energy and auto retailers we've talked about them extensively on both this podcast the zacks market edge as well as the value investor podcast I'm not going to cover any of those on this podcast because again we've already talked about them but those that two areas also has the strong earnings growth it's got good sacks ranks and apparently it's also got the style score here of for growth so keep that in mind energy and auto retailers also dirt cheap too so those are like growth plus value and that's kind of a rare combination but i picked out just four other random names so that we'd have five stocks total for this podcast and um i i kind of tried to find you know different ones that we haven't talked about in a while to kind of see why why are these growth what is happening what are the stocks doing um are they cheap too what's happening so the first one i picked out was airbnb a b n b is the ticker we all know them right um kind of surprised there's x number one strong buy here uh but that is because their earnings estimates are on the rise. So last year, they lost 57 cents. This year, they're expected to make $1.82. So that's earnings growth of 419%. So that's how they're qualifying on the earnings growth component. But these shares have really sunk. Everybody who's following this knows what I'm talking about. So year to date, they're down 40.3%. They're near the 52-week low again. And um, that's you know just pretty brutal. It's worse than the QQQs, which are down uh, about 27 percent. I guess we were saying so it is underperforming just the QQQs, but again it's making this list because the analysts are raising those earnings estimates and it does have the positive earnings now so it does have a PE now and that PE though is not cheap it's at 55.7 times it's trading so when I was looking at this I'm like okay in this kind of market environment it could be that these shares continue to sink because Even for growth stocks, 55 times is just still too pricey for even growth investors to want to buy in. So they're looking to get it a lot cheaper is what I think. Um, But again, I'm the value investor, so I'm not sure what the growth investors are all thinking. But they're still abandoning Airbnb here, even after the big slide and even after the estimates are on the rise so keep that in mind with this one airbnb a b n b you might want to keep it on your watch list and kind of see where it goes if it gets a lot cheaper could be even more interesting okay the second one is completely different industry sanderson farms s a f m they are the third largest poultry producer in the u.s they have a 4.9 billion market cap and year to date these shares are up eleven point nine no fifteen point one percent sorry year to date over the last year up about twelve percent so both of those numbers are outperforming the triple q's here earnings expected to be up one hundred and thirty seven percent this year so they're supposed to make forty eight oh two they only made twenty dollars and twenty five cents last year so quite a huge uh, gain in the earnings we only have one estimate and it is higher so there's not a lot of analyst coverage on sanderson farms believe it or not but i'm kind of believe in the analysts if they're given out estimates like this that's this uh, kind of bullish here they do pay dividend yielding 08 percent and PE just 4.5, so really cheap here. Even though the shares are up this year because those earnings estimates continue to rise, but some of these uh, are could be the result of you know uh, pricing power. They're pushing up the price of the product here to all the rest of us. We all know buying you know chicken at the grocery store. What is happening with the price increases? So. That's something that's in play, and it's unclear if they're still going to have this pricing power into next year. But for for now, 2022, Sanderson Farms has the growth, and so that's why they're making the list, ticker SAFM. Then I went back to tech, because why not? If a tech company is going to make this list, I want to check them out. So it's Cantaloupe, and their CTLP is the ticker, and for those not familiar, they are a small cap software and payments company so i just went on their website and wanted to find out what it is they do so they provide end-to-end technology solutions for the unattended retail market and i was kind of confused at first when i read that i'm like what does that mean the unattended retail market I, i don't get it until i kept reading and then they talk about how some of their customers are vending machine companies gas and car charging stations laundromats Kiosks, metered parking terminals, things like that, where obviously they're quote unquote unattended. There is no person there, you know, taking the money. There's some kind of machine, you know, computer thing, and they help with solutions for that. So a little bit different area, but also intriguing. So two estimates are higher for fiscal 2022 over the last 60 days. That's how they're getting the good rank. Earnings expected to be up 85% in fiscal 2022 and another 275% in fiscal 2023. However, earnings are negative right now. In fiscal 2022, there's no PE. They're expected to lose just two cents a share, however, and they lost 14 cents last year. So they're heading in the right direction. And fiscal 20, the analysts have positive earnings of four cents. For 2023. So it's possible they may go into the positive earnings for next year. That would give them at their current price a forward P of about 136 times. So still pretty pricey for cantaloupe even with that earnings growth. And year to date these shares are down 38.8% over the last year down 53.7%. They have been around a while, a number of years, so they're not one of those new recent IPOs. Um, but over the last year, again, down over 50%. So, could this be a buying opportunity in some of these types of growth names on the software side? A lot of people are looking at, at this industry because a lot of the bad news is already priced in, right? Um, I'm not saying all of it is, but a lot of it is. So this might be one you might want to keep on your watch list as well. As I said, it is a small cap software company. So they have a market cap of just $386 million, So probably not on most people's radar, but you might want to keep it on yours. So ticker is CTLP. And then we're going to wrap it up with a transportation and logistics management company, Hub Group, ticker H-U-B-G. So H. U B as in boy G and they've been around 50 years since 1971 so really 51 years and on on the first quarter report in April they recorded record quarterly revenue up 41% to 1.3 billion record quarterly gross margins and earnings and they raised full year guidance so they do a lot of this the transportation logistics that's been big during the pandemic trucks intermodal all of that stuff and everybody's trying to get things every place right so these kinds of companies have done well it has a market cap of 2.4 billion so it's not small and no dividend though with this one i was kind of surprised i thought there might be a dividend seeing as it's been around 50 years but no 2022 earnings expected to be up 86.7% now that they raised the guidance to 945 from five oh six last year so the guidance was between nine and ten dollars so double last year and twenty twenty three though analysts a little more pessimistic because of this big surge but we'll see as it gets closer to twenty twenty three they expect to be down twenty one percent to seven forty seven there what are these shares doing year to date down sixteen point four percent so people thinking the transportation logistics demand is kind of going to dry up, especially if we start to go into a real slowdown, which the Fed is trying to induce the economy to go into, or we have a recession, then this type of business will get hit pretty hard. So a lot of people you know jumping out of this type of company even though the earnings estimates and everything else looks good it has a forward p of just 7.6 so it's not expensive here but it's still in like an uncertain type of industry people had big gains and so they're just cashing those in and moving to the sidelines one year these shares are up 6.2 percent but again that's better than what we've seen with the nasdaq that's down 21 percent over the last year so it is outperforming the nasdaq here so as i said i stayed away from companies that we've talked about before I literally just kind of picked random tickers out of this list of 31. I mean, I do know Sanderson Farms, so that was not, you know, unknown. I didn't know what Cantaloupe did. I have seen the ticker floating around, but I didn't know what they did. And I never heard of Hub Group, even though they've been around forever. Just goes to show you that there's a lot of companies that maybe are not on your radar that the Zacks rank can unveil. That's why I like the Zacks rank because it can find these kind of hidden companies that have the rising earnings estimates that I might not have been paying attention to. And remember, nothing is guaranteed. The market dislikes several of these, even with the Zacks number one rank and that growth style score of A. Those are the top ones. And so they should be outperforming but uh we only had 2 out of the 4 of these 4 outperforming the overall market or the Nasdaq I should say because that's what I looked at for this podcast and so you just don't know for sure you know Airbnb like I said is trading near its 52 week lows again and it could go lower but maybe this is a buying opportunity on some of these number 1 ranked stocks because at least they do have the Something that the others don't have right now, which is the rising earnings estimates. And that is what we want in this kind of uh, more uncertain economic environment. If a company is managing to grow those earnings, I do want to have it on my list. I do want to see what is developing with it obviously earnings growth can change as economic conditions change so there's no guarantee with the number one rank that it will remain a number one rank that is a short term recommendation only one to three months and it can change daily so this coming earnings season will be interesting for some of these companies and we'll get further guidance and we'll see if they're going to hold on to these earnings gains I'm assuming a company like hub group which you know, only a couple of months ago raised their full year guidance. They had to be pretty certain of what that outlook was looking like for the full year. I'd be surprised if someone like them is suddenly cutting it. But the Fed is getting very aggressive with its rate increases here, and that's going to affect the economy. And so we don't know yet how it will impact all of these industries and what is going to happen with earnings for the rest of this year so far it's not looking too bad but we will see going forward so i'm going to try to run some of these screens as we go through the year here because the growth side is interesting here it's a little more dubious than the value as i've discussed many times on this podcast and the value investor podcast but there could be some hidden opportunities there, and I love those. I know all of you do too. So I'm going to keep looking for those as we go through the year. So let me recap the tickers I talked about. So the education company, I'm not going to say the name of it. It's P R D O. That's the ticker. Uh, Airbnb, A B N B. Sanderson Farms, S-A-F-M. S A F M. S is in Sam. A, F is in Frank. M is in Mary. Cantaloupe, C T L P, and then Hub Group H. U-B-G. And as always, you want to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I'm bringing you stocks every week, sometimes with guests and sometimes without. But either way, I'm bringing you the stocks. So get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on SoundCloud. You can get us on Amazon Music and Spotify. But get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks.